for the goat 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 yes sir goat brady hanging up the cleats mm-hmm. i know it was giselle that leaked the story for sure. it was definitely giselle that leaked the story tom brady is retiring please do not call my phone <laughs> this phone will self-destruct got adam Sheffner out here sweating facts man what that would have been a crazy story if you'd have been like actually i'm gonna come back for yeah one more oh year. man oh man that'd been bad bro what Schefter would have been looking like bruce R. but <laughs> but between between Schefter and darlington yeah you knew their reporting was going to yeah, be spot sure. on with that especially darlington because he knows brady personally yep. that information came through yep yeah the information came through and i'm sure that brady wanted to let the news out himself he I wanted was, a video i was really <laughs> i was really hoping for like a deer football type of video something like that's what he wanted it's probably what he wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, something but. like Kobe did when he did Deer Basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted something like that. And, you know, TB12 has, like, the media company mm-hmm. and all that. So, I'm sure he was going to roll out something nice. But cat's out the bag. He's like, all right, man, let me just write this long letter on Instagram. Yeah. The funniest part of this entire thing, he did not once in that long post mention the Patriots. No, he did not. That boy is zesty. <laughs> <laughs> boy, good Lord. No mention of the Patriots. <laughs> no mention of the Patriots at all, man. You had six over there. <laughs> you must have got that first six, huh? Facts. Hey, man, we in the present. I guess that's all it is. Yo, before we get to, you know, the championship games that we just had in the conferences, what's next for the Bucks? Because yeah. now that Brady's gone, I'm sure Gronk is ecstatic. Gronk is going to get to party, and he is so happy. Oh, man, he's he going to WWE. He, he <laughs> is so happy that he doesn't have to play football anymore. Facts. He, he's like, man, Brady is gone. That means I don't have to do this ever again. <laughs> he, he's done. He's definitely probably going to go to the WWE. Facts. Or, or back to the booth for a couple of games. Might, might take some games off. We'll see him somewhere at a concert on stage doing a beer chug or yeah. something like that. You know Gronk, man. He wild. He, he just wants to party, <laughs> yeah. man. But, yeah, I think that NFC South division in general is just They're shambles. really up for grabs. Like, the Panthers, we don't know what they're doing right Saints. now. Saints. Saints, yeah, we don't know what they're doing. You no don't coach. know what the Falcons are going to do with Matt yeah, Ryan. Yeah, don't know what the Falcons are going to do with Matt Ryan, who's aging up there. Mm-hmm. And then we have a Bucks team that looks like it's really just about to unfold. I yeah. feel like half that offensive roster and some of the defensive roster is probably gone, just going to gone walk. because yeah. they want the money now. Yeah, they're going to want the money now. No Brady, so that mm-hmm. means that them Super Bowl hopes are really yep. in the dumps. Done. <laughs> yeah, in the dumps. So, yeah, it's not looking so good for, you know, Tampa Tom or no longer Tampa, Tampa Bay. Tom. Tampa Bay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just Bruce Arians yeah. now, man. Hey, good luck, man. Can't be hitting them players. You're going right. to need them now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but how was your weekend, man? Yeah, man, it was good, man. I, uh... Watched a lot, a lot of football, man. Uh, my sons are doing very well. Yep. Uh, still number one in the NBA. Yep. I think they uh, only have nine losses, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Nine. Haven't even hit double-digit losses yet. Very impressive. In the month of January, they lost once. <laughs> very, very, very impressive. Very, very impressive. So, salute to them. Welcome to another edition of the Out of My yeah. League podcast. I am Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we are here to give you all the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and news. News. My weekend was good, though, man. 
My weekend was good. Got to watch both conference championship games. I just want to say that the last two weeks of football has been incredible. Un- unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Like this has been one of the best playoffs that I've ever seen. Had, yeah, that we've had in a long, long time. These two games right here that we just seen were amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And I'm, we have to start in Arrowhead because the Chiefs, that meltdown in Kansas City, what happened to Pat Mahomes? Yeah, it's it's crazy. I think he had like a total of fifty seven yards through the air between the third and fourth quarter. Like it's it was bad. It's just crazy how they folded. Like you would never expect this. They're up twenty one to three, and then the Bengals just an entire meltdown. And I don't want to take anything away from the Bengals. Yeah. I do not because they battled back, and once they caught rhythm in it's the second half, yeah, they smelled blood mm-hmm. and. Hey, Joe Shiesty did what he needed to do. <laughs> he did what he needed to do. Drove him downfield, made some key runs on third mm-hmm. down, stepping up in the pocket, finding the open man. They just took what the defense gave them and just slowly, methodically came back yeah. in the game. And I don't know what it was about the Chiefs offense, but it was it, stagnant is you, even light. That's light. You know what it was? Out. And I'm glad, I'm glad Patrick Mahomes said this happened the game. There were outlets built in their offense for if he didn't have anything down the field, mm-hmm. there was somebody there around him yep. that he can drop I the ball down to. And he didn't take the outlet. He really did not take the outlet, and he got greedy is what he said. Yep. And that cost him because he, he tried to do too much, especially when they got in the red zone. They were in the red zone two different times, and he kept on trying to do that dumb spin move, and it Bro, never worked. I, <laughs> he needs to retire. It never worked. It's funny because in the first half, they looked unstoppable. Yeah. Literally three straight touchdown drives. I don't think they punted in the first half at all. And they were just flying down the field. How do you feel about that call right before halftime? The play call to go uh, to go for the touchdown instead of field yep. goal? Yeah, I mean, that was a bad call. I get it being aggressive, trying to go up three t- four touchdowns at yep, that point four in time. four touchdowns at the time. But it's risky, right? Because if you don't get it and you get zero points out of it, yep. that gives the momentum to – the Bengals in that point in time because they got to stop. They're only down three scores and they knew they can move the ball in the second half. Yep. Yeah, and the Bengals have been a second half team for the most part mm-hmm. of the entire season. Yeah. Like We've seen them rally back. And it's funny because this game start, started similarly to the first time that they met a little over a month ago. Yep. About a month ago, this game started basically in the same fashion. Chiefs jump out early and Bengals battle back late. Was this more about the Bengals winning it or the Chiefs blowing it? I mean, it's hard to say. I'm going to say a little bit of both, right? Because the Bengals, when they started smelling blood, they were in full attack mode. Yep. When, you know, Joe started extending plays with his legs and finding a T. Higgins, a Jamar Chase, and, you know, Tyler Boyd a couple times. (laughs) We're not going to talk about that. Bro. But (laughs) I cannot believe. I I can't believe I gave him a second chance. Yo, yo, Tyler Boyd. I don't want your jersey like Porzingis did. You owe me the bread. I need the money. You you owe me a good band. Okay, sir? I am sick of it. 25 yards is all I need. Back-to-back weeks couldn't get 25 yards. I just need 25. That's all I'm asking. Is that too much for you? Like, can you not handle it? (laughs) Clearly. Can can you not handle it? What are you even playing for? You're a decoy out there. (laughs) But, no, and then, you know, the, the Chiefs offense – 
to me, it got stagnant when Pat Mahomes continuously just held the football. And when he decided not to take his check down, when the downfield plays were not there, he started forcing things. Or he tried to hold the ball too long and then got sacked. Like, these are the things for a quarterback, especially in a playoff game, the momentum started shifting you know, play by play by play when Mahomes is getting sacked, he's throwing interceptions, he can't convert. Like, it, it's a lot going on. Two straight three and outs in that third quarter and then two straight touchdowns by the Bengals and, and that two-point conversion mm -hmm. to tie it up going into the fourth and then a long fourth quarter for both. And I'm still thinking the Chiefs are going to win. They drove all the way downfield with two minutes left. And, do and I didn't think the Bengals were going to even get the ball back, honestly. I, yeah. thought, I thought that was it. And essentially, they didn't in the mm -hmm. fourth. It had to go to overtime. Right. The Chiefs really... They the, fumbled the bag. They really did. They they would, they had the ball down to the six-yard mm -hmm. line, like first and goal, under two minutes. You're running the clock. You're being smart. And like you said, he's just trying to do too yeah. much. Like, he not throwing the ball away. He's wasting precious time. Yes. And he got sacked twice. Yeah. Twice on that, in that last little span alone to almost take them out of field mm -hmm. goal range. Like, he made the field goal very, very difficult. For his kicker, and it's like, I get it. You can extend plays. I get it. Yeah. That you can make those crazy throws. That sidearm throw that he had in the first half to Tyreek Hill, amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Incredible. Like, I get it. You can do that, but sometimes you really have to take what the defense is Thank giving you. Thank you. That's where I'm going. Like, you just yes. have to take what the defense is giving you. And I feel like even one field goal in the third or fourth quarter, um, and you're not in that situation. I don't blame them for going for the touchdown mm -hmm. um, right before half. I don't blame them for that. I get it. Everybody's going to look at the analytics. Yeah. And I I mean, I understand it. I just didn't necessarily like the play call. Yeah. Um, I think it was, it was a terrible play call. I think that's more so something. It, one, if you're going to throw the ball, let's throw it to the end zone. Right. Um, there's no time left on the clock. Let's actually throw the ball in the end yeah. zone instead of, you know, throwing it behind mm -hmm. the sticks and then having your receiver make that play. I would like to see Travis Kelsey on like a fade route or like a quick slant or something like that. Because he's he's like your big target mm -hmm. in the red zone, or even Pringle. Because I feel like yeah, in the red zone, Pringle get kills in the red yeah. zone. Like I mean, I feel I feel like you had you have too many weapons to be throwing it behind yeah. the line of scrimmage essentially, and just leaving it out the chance. And I get it, Tyreek Hill is extremely fast. Yeah, but the field is only so big when you're on the three yard line. And not only that, when you you're Patrick Mahomes and you have basically everybody but Tyreek Hill go to the end zone. Use your legs. Like you can run the yeah. to the touchdown. Yeah. Like I don't. I didn't understand yeah, that's that. That's what I'm saying. Like if you're gonna use his strength, use his strength. Like yeah. he's he's the fastest one on the field. Like you threw him the ball, and there's a DB like right there in front of him. It's like like I just, I would have liked to see a better play call. Mahomes could have probably ran that touchdown in himself. I, th I think so. Yeah. yeah, I actually think so. Looking back, at I'm pretty sure he could have ran that in himself. Like just the drop back, act like you're gonna pass three strip drop, and exactly. then you run straight up the middle. Yeah, Josh Allen does this all the all time. the time, all yes. the time. It's, it's it's literally a design draw play. Yeah, you act like you're gonna pass it. As soon as you spread the wide receivers out, you run right up the middle. Yeah, it's wide open. But yeah, final thoughts on this, man. How are you feeling about the Chiefs right now heading into the off season? Is this season a failure for them? It is a it is definitely a failure. Yes, this was supposed to be your opportunity right. to go back to the Super Bowl and. Uh, kind of come back from your loss to the, to the Bucks, right? Yeah, so yeah. I felt like this was in their they're in their window right now to where they they had everybody under contract. Now, Tyron Matthews a free agent, you have pass rusher uh, free agent, you're uh, most of your offensive linemen except for your center and your right guard, I believe, are free agents. Mm -hmm. Your left tackle for sure is a free agent, but I'm sure they're going to re-sign him. You got players on the defensive side that 
you're gonna need to resign. Yeah. Like you need to get get these guys on the contract. Um, I, I would imagine that Tyreek Hill is going to get a brand new contract at yep. some point in time this offseason. Tra- uh, Travis Kelsey got done last offseason, so you didn't, don't need to worry about him. It's a lot. Like, you know, financially with the Chiefs right now, I just don't see how they're going to make everything work. I feel like this is an important draft for them because Patrick Mahomes still has – what five years, four hundred and something yep. million on his contract yeah. or something? <laughs> like something dollars. crazy, yeah. <laughs> a billion dollars. It's something yeah. crazy. So like, this is your opportunity. You know, you made the big tree last year for Orlando Brown, and you gave up picks for that, right? Yep. You didn't have a first round pick or anything like that. This is your draft this season to really try to get impact at certain positions because. You could lose these guys because, you know, the open market is the open market. And we know how teams will throw the bag at players oh, yeah. just to get them in. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, especially veterans now. I know Tyron Matthew, he's probably going to want to re-sign in, yeah, Kansas, in Kansas City. City. But somebody is going to try, try to get him. Exactly. Somebody's going to try to get him paid. Yeah. Somebody so will try to get him paid. Somebody's going to throw the bag at him. We're going to see if he goes or not. But. You know, there's there's a lot of teams right now, including the Bengals, who got a lot of cap space, and we're gonna see. So yeah. it's it's definitely gonna be interesting. I don't know. I, I'm not sure if I can call the season a failure. Um, it, I think I think it's just tough for me. It's, it's tough because they didn't look, you know, they didn't look like the dominant force yeah. for the majority of the season. They did turn it on towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, defense stepped up a little better, got better, but I I'm I'm not sure. I, if I had to, if I had to choose, I would say yes because they gave that game away. Gotcha. Um, I think that was a lock for the Super Bowl. For and sure. The way that they came out to lose at home, yeah. When you're up 21 points, is uh, inexcusable. Yeah. And, and you have the you have arguably the best player on the planet at quarterback. It, it, it's inexcusable. Mm-hmm. How, how did this make Andy Reid look before we move on to the Rams game? Again, Andy Reid is, I believe, he's the most, he, he's the head coach that has lost the most conference championships yep. in Super Bowl era. This is not good. I know about it because I'm an Eagle fan and he lost plenty of <laughs> championships in Philly. True. <laughs> and we've been to plenty of conference championships in Philly and he's lost a lot. He did win a lot, but he lost an entire a whole lot. He lost the Super Bowl also in Philly. So, you know, I'm used to the Andy Reid kind of like losing in those conference championships. He's a great coach. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I love Big Red. Like, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. But he has a knack for losing in conference championship games. Yeah, got to learn to finish. Um, This will be a big learning lesson. One, don't take your foot off the gas. Yeah. And, yeah, for Pat Mahomes, you, you really just have to take what the defense is giving you. You don't have to make the big play every time. Like, only Carson Wentz thinks like that. Like, <laughs> yes. And you don't need to be thinking like that. You're Pat Mahomes, yeah. not Pat Wentz. Like, so <laughs> let, 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 let's get better at that. All right, man. Like I said, one LA. <laughs> so fly and so far. Two weeks. The Rams are going to host the Super Bowl. This is the second year in a row that the team has hosted mm-hmm. their own Super Bowl. Rams finally get it done. McVay finally gets over the Shanahan hump. They finally beat the 49ers after three years of torment. Barely, but he got it done. How'd they get it done? They got it done, honestly, by being the more physical team at the line of scrimmage. And we've seen that, Very especially shocking. when the 49ers were running the football. And we saw those guys yeah, hit. hitting their gap. And they were penetrating. Like, they actually got yeah. pressure 
on the 49ers offensive line. And it was something that we haven't seen in quite some time is them dominating the line yeah. of scrimmage on both sides yeah. of the ball, though, too, because they were able to run the football. Yep. They were able to protect uh, Matt Stafford sometimes because he, he did get licked up a couple times. Yeah. And then defensively, you know, the 49ers run a lot of wide zone, like them stretch plays and all those kinds of things. Those outside zone run schemes. Yeah, those tall, and those, those tall sweeps and all that. Yeah. They really clogged up a lot of gaps. Like, yeah. I was really surprised about how active they were at the line of scrimmage and getting guys off the ball. Vaughn Miller, you're the exception. You did not get off the ball. You did not get any pressure <laughs> because Trent Williams had you in a cage, okay? He had you in the cage. You're the exception. You did not, you did not get off the ball. But you was we felt your moral support. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate it. But Aaron Donald, that bad man. He was in the backfield at, often. All the time. Often. All the time. He was in the backfield often. You you know what you explained just now as far as the game plan? How the Rams were in the gaps. It mm. sounds like they forced Jimmy G to, to make win the game. And that's exactly what they did. And win the game. And we seen what happened again. And the other thing is too, I don't I don't know if you noticed this during the game, but what the Rams did defensively was to try to occupy the middle of the field, right? And they forced Jimmy G to try to throw outside the numbers. And that is not his strong suit at all. And he couldn't get it done. <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> I tweeted on, I literally tweeted, I want to say this in the third quarter. I said, I don't know what McVay's been looking at for the last three years, but is he ever going to put anybody in the middle of the field? At one point, the 49ers literally throw four straight passes mm-hmm dead in between the hashes and I was like he can't throw anywhere else guard the middle of the field like what are we doing well finally in the fourth quarter they actually put more people in the middle of the field the problem was their middle linebacker and we we heard Aikman talk about it on the broadcast is I think his name is Reader his last name is Reader the middle linebacker he was not doing his job. There's some times where he didn't get enough depth on on the zone. There's a there's a couple of times where he just was not reading the correct you Brand, know defense. Brandon Ayuk literally caught like back to back passes in the same spot. Yeah, I want to say it was the same play. And I was like, guys, guys, <laughs> just throw somebody in the dead yeah. center, in the dead center of the field. He was dropping, but he wasn't getting enough depth on his drop as a right linebacker. O- throwing it right over his yeah. head, and I was like, dude, how many times are they gonna do this? This little skinny post, mm-hmm. it's open, this slant, yeah. every time. I'm just happy the Rams got it done. Uh, we seen what happened on the last drive. I don't know what Jimmy G I was don't know doing right there. Either. Yeah, that was also Wincesque right there. That was definitely Wincesque. That, that was definitely <laughs> Wincesque right there. Like, that that was bad. Is Jimmy G out? Yeah. I think he knows he's out. I think Kyle Shanahan knows he's out. I mean, we saw how emotional it was for John Lynch, the general manager, and Jimmy after the game. They know he's out. You know, Jimmy holds a $24 million cap hit on their cap if he's still on their roster by the league, about the first day of the league year, I believe. So they're going to have to make a deal prior to, I think it's uh, March 14th, I think is the, the first day of the new league year. So they're going to have to, uh, and that's also when free agency opens up at four o'clock. But I think they're going to have to do, make a deal prior to that. It's going to, at least, agreement is going to have to be done yep. by that time. Um, I don't, I don't see them cutting him. Um, and they, if they, if they can't find a trade partner, I think he stays with the 49ers. I just don't, I don't believe that Jimmy G is going to be on the open market just by himself. I, I feel, I, I strongly feel that they're going to have a trade partner. Okay. 
So do, do you think that the market is big for Jimmy G? Yes. And the reason why it's going to be a few decent teams that's going to be intrigued with Jimmy G is because of a his playoff record. That, that is that the, is something, the, the, the and thing, it has nothing to do with him. The thing, <laughs> the thing about Jimmy G is you can't argue his playoff record. Yeah. You can you can't argue his regular season record for the most part. Yeah. Like he, he the guy he gets, wins. He get, he gets wins. He don't throw no passes, yeah, but he wins. He, he gets he he wins. He just averages like maybe eighty yards yeah. passing <laughs> in, in the dub, maybe ten completions. But he wins. Like you can't, yeah. you can't argue that he went. He wins. He Jimmy just, G is the type of quarterback will throw forty five passes, only still have one hundred and fifty yards yeah. thrown. So like you know, it's just that kind of thing. Well, he there's been he a couple. Got a, he got the Jarvis Landry <laughs> quarterback yeah. line. He, he got he got forty five completions. There's a hundred and ten yards, no touchdowns. There's a few times where he will throw for over two hundred, but there's very there's a whole rare, lot, rare, far few and in between. Yeah. <laughs> Far few and in between, my guy. Far few and in between. I think against the Packers, I think he threw like eleven passes, only had yeah, he threw 11 like one hundred and forty-five yards with zero touchdowns. Bro, so. that's a that's hey, that's a normal stat line for him. That's a normal stat line for him. <laughs> but <laughs> back, back to your question, yes, I do believe that somebody's going to make a deal for Jimmy G. Um, if you had to guess any teams, do you have any in mind? Yeah. I would I would say maybe Carolina. I would say Washington. Um, I'm sure that there's going to be other teams that maybe New Orleans because uh, they don't have a quarterback right now. True. Um, True. Tampa Bay could easily bring True. him in with no quarterback. Also, they would not. That would not work out. In Tampa it wouldn't. Bay. <laughs> it wouldn't. Um, if you think you're gonna duplicate the success, no. it's not gonna happen. Yeah. But you know, there's just a, a couple teams that maybe could use his services i i don't think he's interested in a backup qb role so i'm sure me either that the 49ers are going to talk to him and say hey these are the teams that's interested where where do you want to go yep because i I think their their relationship is strong enough that they can talk with his agent and they'll they'll figure out a plan best for him yeah figure out a plan for him yeah i feel like he's earned that much yeah i agree he's earned that much respect and yeah, I mean, it's going to be an interesting offseason as far as a couple of these players that are big names going to be on the market and see if they're going to be moved around. We're obviously going to break down the Super Bowl preview next week, yeah. so we won't get into it. But I do want to say that Cooper Cup and OBJ, both over 100 yards, very impressive, yeah. looking like a real scary duo. And I'm happy for OBJ. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy for OBJ. I, yo, I, I know that Baker Mayfield was punching the air. <laughs> He was that man was swinging and swinging Facts. and swinging. OBJ and I don't know how many games he played with the Rams now. I want to say like eight or nine mm-hmm. has had more productive eight or nine games than his entire Browns career. <laughs> more touchdowns, more yards, yeah. more completions. <laughs> yes, everything. Yeah, that man is even trying to block. Like, <laughs> oh, he, believe me, he he didn't block no more he, after that one yeah. time. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, he tried to block Bosa. Yeah, it's a wrap. Bosa got right by him. He said, "You know what, Cooper, Cooper, I, Cooper, yeah, Cooper. Nah. hey, get me out of the slot, yeah. coach. Hey, hey Coop, Coop, this, come this, back. This is not my <laughs> cup of tea over here. That man is real. Thanks. <laughs> but nah, man, OBJ played great. Yeah. And for everyone that doubted him, said he's lost his skill, said he's a cancer in the mm. locker room, all that. Yeah, no, he's yeah. not. It wasn't him at all. He's out here killing the game. He's out here killing the game, looking like a number one yes. receiver, like playing, playing hard, still showing those great hands, mm-hmm. those excellent hands. And his releases off the line of scrimmage are yeah. so good. Yeah, like, almost impossible to jam that so man. They're so good, yeah. yeah. 
Like he's really good. And for everybody to say he's like he has an attitude problem and all that, I guarantee you. Just tell him to look at the clip of him and Debo after the game. Exactly. He was over there. He was over there yep. talking to Debo. I'm sure. He, I mean, talking to him, you know, yo, your time is coming. Like he's a good dude. Man. But make sure you get a quarterback first. Yeah, yeah. Yo, get out of there. Yo, yo, get out of get out of here. It's not working for you. Like the 49ers also went away from Debo yeah. uh, in that second half. So I think that was another reason why they lost, aside from Jimmy G just being their quarterback. And I'm surprised, honestly, they didn't use Juwan Jennings more. Um, I feel like he killed the the Rams originally the first two times they played him. Like Jawan Jennings was giving the Rams business. But they didn't yeah. they didn't target him enough. Yeah, nah, like he yeah, he didn't get a lot of targets. I feel like uh is it is Elijah Mitchell, mm-hmm. the running back? He didn't get a lot of carries no. either as much as I thought he would. I needed him to get to twenty five yards yeah. too. He didn't get him. <laughs> He didn't get it. He yeah, got twenty one. Yeah, it was it was a rough game for the 49ers. And still, somehow they they almost managed to sneak one out. Yeah. So, all right, man. Some news around the NFL. All four GM spots now full. Mm-hmm. Four of the nine head coaching spots full. Is it four now or is yeah. it five now? I think it's four. Okay, four. So we have five left. Yep. So five left. We got uh, Matt Eberflus um, at the Bears mm-hmm. now. Broncos got Nathaniel Hackett. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers. We might see him mm-hmm. go there. Giants got Brian Dayball, not Brian Flores. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. And uh, Raiders got Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. That, that was one that kind of snuck up on me. I think I, everybody's surprised with that. Yeah, that, yeah. that one was one that kind of snuck up on me. But I do, um, as, aside from we have the Dolphins, Jags, Saints, Texans, and Vikings still looking for coaches. I do want to touch on that Flores situation because yeah. the story just came out today that he is uh, planning to sue the NFL mm-hmm. for, you know, basically discrimination right. against him. Uh, and Aside from the interesting messages from Belichick, who got him mixed up with Dayball, which yeah, is wild. Yeah, that was crazy. I, <laughs> yo, my bad. That's on me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, wrong Brian. Wrong, yeah, wrong, wrong yeah, Brian. My wrong bad. Wrong Brian. But yo, be easy. Yeah. Um, no, BB. Yeah, we'll catch Sign up. off. Sign off. BB. <laughs> Signing off. Bill Belichick still having a signature BB. It's crazy. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. He ended the combo with that. Like, he, yo, please don't contact me again. BB. <laughs> How do you feel about this Flores situation, though? I mean, this doesn't surprise me. Um, I, I feel like me there's been so many black coaches that and executives that haven't been able to get either a GM job or a head coaching job just because, I mean, essentially because the owners want people that look like them. You know what I mean? I just feel like we've been going through the same cycle. We have, we still currently only have one black head coach yep it's unacceptable it really is unacceptable and when you when you're hearing things like josh mccown about to get a head coaching job for what it, exactly yeah, for, for what? you know what i mean like guys like that i don't you know there was there was a talk about bringing bill o'brien back to the nfl and it's like for come what? on for, man for like what? what are we doing like what are we're recycling the same old coaches every, time. every, every time. cycle every time it, I mean, it's annoying. I'm, I'm not surprised like you. I'm not surprised. Um, it's annoying that this this guy, honestly, when he first got dropped by the yeah. Dolphins, was the hot commodity. For him not to have a job yet is, is kind of disheartening. And it's crazy because he's already interviewed with so yeah. many teams and yeah. no head coach job. Yeah. And I'm, we know that we know why the Broncos didn't hire him because they want Aaron Rodgers yeah. and they're going to bring his offensive yep. coordinator. And I'm even more interested in – 
I guess where this story is going to go, especially from the Giants perspective and how they, you know, kind of withheld the job from him and even the Dolphins perspective. Mm-hmm. I was reading that Stephen Ross yeah. um, allegedly in 2019 was offering him 100000 per to game lose. Yeah. to lose. And he was just furious because they kept winning games yeah. to get a better draft pick. I guess they were trying to tank for mm-hmm. Burrow yeah. in a sense. And I mean, hey, I'm. I'm not going to lie. I would have did this. <laughs> hey, I would have tried to do it too. Look where Burrow is. Look yeah, where Tua got I, you. But I don't think Burrow will be as successful in Miami as he is with Zach Taylor in Cincinnati. Agreed. Um, one interesting thing that I did find with this whole Flores NFL thing is the NFL put out a statement. And the literally – They the, put that out quick yeah, too. Yeah, literally the last sentence in the statement is like they were like – they basically said that there's no merit to it. Yeah, they're saying that there's no merit like, on it, and his allegations are basically just lies. And I, I'm 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 reading this, and I'm like, how do you know something doesn't have merit if you didn't do an investigation? That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to figure out: is this? Are y'all saying this is already settled? Like it's been 30 minutes. Yeah. That protect the shield mentality, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. That protect the shield mentality. This this is all the owners ganging up. Hey, nah, this is what we're going to do. You can kind of see it happening in plain sight. There's no reason. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that this guy shouldn't be a head coach. Like, let's let's be completely honest. And so this it, is going to be interesting. The NFL has so much power. I mean, you saw you saw recently what just happened with the whole John Gruden thing, too. Yep. They, oh, never mind. He, you know, there's nothing that's going yeah, on. Yeah, nothing more that we need to, yeah. you know, let, and let report out. The same so. thing with Daniel Snyder, how all those emails leaking, but there's so many more people in those emails that they didn't want to get them. Oh, so it's, you know, the yeah. investigation's closed. Yeah, we don't yeah. need any more. We're done. We're not going to release any yeah. more details on any anything just, else. Just give the women money and let it rock. Like, nah. See, this this is the type of things that when you're that powerful, you can do stuff like this, and it's Pro- crazy. Protecting the shield, yep. man. Everything under the shield. And they, the NFL, unlike the NBA, is going to be there. Yes. They are all about protecting the shield. Yes. And they want those owners and like the, the GMs, all that they they want to have all the power. Yeah, and it's they, crazy, there, right? There is no power balance. That right, is all all them because the owners essentially are the commissioner's boss, yeah. right? So they're going to tell him how it's going to yeah. work. Like, yeah. oh no, they 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 probably all said, nah, we're we're gonna go ahead exactly. And kill we're gonna kill this before it makes any mm-hmm. noise. Yeah, it's uh it's unfortunate. I, I'm actually not surprised. Yeah, I do want to see what comes of this because yeah. I think that. I mean, just reading from the outside looking in, I feel like he does have some validity. He in definitely those, has validity. He does yeah. have some validity, especially in those reports, the text messages mm-hmm. that are coming out, um, all the allegations, even with the Giants thing. Like, what like what are you bringing them yeah. over there for if you've already got your coach? Exactly. And, and how do other coaches already know who exactly. the guy is? Exactly. Like how, like, how does Bill Belichick already know who the guy is? And you, you're going in for your second interview, like, in three days. Right. Like, what are they bring you in there for? Yeah, like, I mean, the fact that Belichick knew like six days before you yeah, got that's what I'm like, saying. come like, on, man. So it, it's uh, it, it's looking funny. Yeah, it, it's, it's looking a little funny right now. But yeah, the owners are gonna do all they can to protect without question the shield. So and you know, I hate to switch off where we are now, but the NFL draft is in April right now. All the league executives are in Mobile, Alabama, at the Senior Bowl, yep. scouting all these guys. So. I'm sure there'll be information coming out via free agency and via draft, you know, after this week in Mobile. 
Yep. No, I mean, yeah, all they're they're checking out they're checking out the future talent, trying to figure out what they're gonna do as far as their teams, their rosters, mm-hmm. their franchise. So it's gonna be a lot of NFL news. I think even leading up to the Agreed. Super Bowl. I think I think some more of these coaching vacancies will be. Yeah, filled. we have five more. Somebody got to. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, no, yeah, I think some of these coaching vacancies are going to be filled before the Super Bowl. Agreed. And I think more on this story with Flores is going to be developing before yes. the Super Bowl as well because these details are starting to leak out. And uh, you know, once the story gets out, everybody mm-hmm. is going to break wind and try to get more information on it. So it's going to be very interesting. Before we get out of here, though, I gotta just glance over Tom Brady because Tom Brady is yeah. the man, the goat. The seven-time Super Bowl winner. He just went out literally on top. Most passing touchdowns, over 5,000 yards, most passing yards. What is your favorite Tom Brady moment? It had to be the comeback against Atlanta Falcons. I mean, that was (laughs) incredible. Mine too. Incredible. Mine mine too. Down 28-3. to Everybody knew the game was over. Everyone knew the game was over. And Atlanta blew that game. Yeah. But Tom Brady, it's hard to say just so much about him because Tom Brady aside from just having the skills he was never the best athlete never he was never the best athlete he didn't have the strongest arm but he could definitely throw the ball Mm -hmm. he had that killer mentality yeah he he had the Jordan in him he had that Kobe Mm -hmm. he had that it factor he motivated players like he let you know that yo we're still in this like he's the guy that's like banging helmets with you on the sidelines. He's that that let's go. That is all Tom Brady, yeah. like all the time. And for him to go out with like s- over 7,000 completions, over 11,000 yards, obviously a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, literally the GOAT. Like, yeah, he's the greatest it, of all time. It, it, I mean, best quarterback ever to play yeah. a game. Might be the best player to ever play L- the game. Literally. Pro- probably one of the best NFL, if not, to- if not top two. Yeah. Like, if not, he's top two NFL players ever. And what do you think is next for him? I mean, Tom's kind of interested in a lot of different things. I could see him, you know, doing some more like production with his company, with his production company, all I that think, kind of I stuff, the the video thing. content. We already know he has the sponsorship with like Under Armour, yep. all that kind of stuff. TB12 yep. brand. Uh, I'm sure he's gonna have his own diet out there. He's probably gonna sell yep. like his diets and all that kind of probably. stuff. Probably wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, you know how he is. You don't think he's hopping in the booth, do you? Nope. Do not. I don't think that's Tom Brady's bad. He Tom doesn't really he like doesn't to want, talk. Yeah, he, he don't want to talk to the he, media he's, like that. He's not the biggest social person, mm. which which is why I mean I think his post is kind of on brand. Yeah. Even though I do think that. He was going to do a video. He definitely was going to do I a video. Def- and, I, and I still hope, Tom, if you're listening to this podcast, please <laughs> give us a tribute, man. Give, like, you didn't give us the farewell tour, so please just give us one more tribute. All the videos that he posts after every one are fire. fire. <laughs> Love it. It's always like some Dr. Dre beat. Yeah, like, it's funny. <laughs> like, he got yeah, Snoop Dogg playing yeah. in the background. It's like, bro. Tom Brady's a funny yeah. dude. Like, he's funny without even, like, trying to be man, funny. he beat us and played Meek Mill in the background. Yeah. I'm like, man, don't play Dreams and Nightmares. Yeah. Troll. Yeah, he gonna play Dreams and Nightmares on his video. Like, all right, man, Troll. I'm done with you, bro. Troll, man. Like, his media company be on it. it so, is. yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Tom Brady in the future, whatever his endeavors are. I'm, I'm sure he's gonna be somehow, some way, still attached to the game of football. Yeah. Maybe not in a booth perspective or broadcast type of perspective, but something smaller along the lines. He might break down some film every now mm. and then, kind of like what Peyton does. How about some young maybe, quarterbacks? We'll yeah, see. May, maybe, but I mean, yeah, he's just so much. He's became so much more bigger than football. Yeah. Like He is a brand himself. Right, so, right. yeah, I wish him luck in everything. I mean, he's yeah. really changed the game for me. Um, he was probably one of my favorite players to watch all the time, like the longevity, what he did in New England. What he did his first year in Tampa, like nobody's done that. Yeah. Like 
Yeah, so Tom Brady, you're it, man. Thanks. You are the GOAT. Without no question. Again, guys, like to say shout out to all those who listen. Shout out to all those who tune in. I want to say that Black Lives Matter. It is Black History Month, For by sure. the way. So shout out to us. Um, please continue to social distance. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. The weather is cold. It is snowy. It is icy. Germs are out and about and moving. Be safe. Be careful. And just continue to support us. Yeah, man. I mean, you hit it right on the head. Protect yourself. Protect your family. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated if you can. All those kinds of things. Six feet apart. Guys, again, next week we will be going in depth with the Super Bowl matchup. Yep. Stay tuned here. Yep. Stay tuned here. And one time again for the Brady. Go, go, go. <laughs> really thought it ain't no debate. No way. Ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze marks with the same. Flexed up now John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood. I said I would get. No mediocre. I'm feeling like tip. Sound like to me. We got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is the swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags. Looking like a caddy Penthouse vibes, no addy This is the wave to give them the feeling Rappers be capping, no, I don't feel you Feel like the man when I walk through the building Too many skies need spiritual healing I got a million dreams I got a million schemes We going crazy, we going crazy We got the winning team